We welcome you to another edition of Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. When we started this ministry, we'd hoped to reach those who were grieving and accompany them on their journeys with prayers, reflections, scripture, and other writings that could lead them more easily on their grief journeys. We're brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries in the Diocese of San Jose. Remember, you're always welcome in our circle of healing love and support. A few years back, I was studying Holy Week, and as part of that study, I imagined that last week with the disciples. There's no evidence in the Gospels that there was grief among the Twelve. But Jesus certainly had a heavy heart, as we know from stories about his night in the garden at Gethsemane. So as part of that week, I imagine that Jesus already had an idea of how things were going to play out. He knew about the last cedar he would celebrate with his beloved friends. He knew about the symbolism of that occasion and how he wanted to make certain they remembered it, wrote about it, told stories about it, made poems about it, sang songs about it. In today's episode, we imagine a scene between Jesus and Judas in the week before the crucifixion. There is undoubtedly grief in the air as Jesus continues on the path he has been bidden. There came a day. The rabbi took Judas aside from the group and spoke to him. Judas, come with me to the garden and sit with me under the olive tree and let us pray together. Yes, rabbi, he answered. The two men walked up the hill, one tall and lean, one shorter. Their prayer shawls fluttered around them in the breeze. Peter looked up and saw them leave. Jesus spoke. You seem uneasy of late, my brother. Rabbi, when we are in the countryside, in the villages, it was easy to see how the people responded to you and the message. How much you were loved and admired. Here, it is different. There are many soldiers, Romans, dissidents, and troublemakers. They see you differently. They see us differently. Is there doubt in you now, Jesus said? No, Rabbi, it is not a matter of doubt. 
a matter of caution, perhaps. For the first time, I worry about your safety. Do you, Judas? Let us pray together about it. Rabbi, I will do as you bid. Judas, must you be so encouraged to speak with our Father? Is the ground so soft beneath your feet now? The shorter man looked away down the hill to where the others had gathered and did not answer at once. Time passed. The wind had picked up and the leaves of the olive tree rustled and danced. Judas, take my hands. Let us go to our Father together. The men knelt down together and prayed, their words rising and falling, intertwined. In time, Jesus noticed the tears flowing down his friend's face. He touched the face of his friend as if to comfort, but instead brought his friend's hands to his own face and kissed them. My brother, my heart grieves for your pain. I am sorry for your grief, and I am sorry for your darkness. Most of all, I am sorry that it is I who am the cause. Rest assured, my love for you is steadfast and will not waver. Rabbi, I am in darkness. And Jesus said, I am here with you. Our paths are now forever joined. I will send Peter to you when it is finished. Rabbi, of what do you speak? I promise with love that I will send Peter to you. Rabbi, I love you. Judas, I love you. In seven days' time, Peter went into the hills near Golgotha to find Judas as he had been bidden by his Lord. Peter's eyes were so filled with tears, his heart so broken in his chest, his bones aching from grief of the rabbi's death, and the utter loathing he felt for Judas. He did not know why Jesus had sent him on this last sojourn. He only wished to deliver the Master's last message and be done with it. He wished to never cast eyes on the betrayer again. This thought brought him up short, as had he not done his own betraying. Yes, They had all failed to live up to their Lord. He saw smoke from a small fire in the distance. 
That must be the camp where Iscariot was hiding. And the sky further darkened as he approached. When he had come round a large stone in the path, he saw his former friend and brother. The prayer shawl wrapped tightly around his head and neck, concealing his face. The wretch hung from a tree limb that was naked of any foliage. Peter fell on his knees, wrapped his arms around the man's legs, and removed him from the tree. He laid him gently on the ground and spoke. Judas, my brother, our rabbi and Lord had a final message for you that I am bound to deliver. It is this. You are the most broken of my brothers. Your pain is my pain. Your death is my death. My victory over death is also yours. I shall take you with me in my arms to my father's house. There you shall be granted great peace because you are loved. Loved utterly. Loved completely and without end. I never failed one moment to love you. I will come to you in Sheol and raise you up with me on that day so that you may know the final power of that unending and boundless love. Peter buried the body wrapped in the prayer shawl and said the prayer for the soul of the departed over the grave. O Yahweh, Full of compassion, who dwells on high? Grant true rest upon the wings of the Shekinah. In the exalted spheres of the holy and pure, who shine as the resplendence of the firmament, to the soul of Judas, son of Simon, who is gone to this world, may his place of rest be in Gan Eden. Therefore, may the All-Merciful One shelter him with the cover of his wings forever and bind his soul in the bond of life. The Lord is his heritage. May he rest in the resting place in peace. And let us say, Amen. Then Peter went into the desert and wept. I love this story because it reminds me of the healing power of love. How love overcomes death, overcomes ruin, overcomes darkness. And of course, Jesus knowing what his fate will be and knowing Judas's part in it. 
has the boundless heart to grieve for his friend and the presence of mind to send Peter to bury him and say the Jewish ritual. It reminds me of so many people who have regrets after people die for things they left unsaid, feelings unexpressed, thoughts not verbalized. Families are complex organisms. They're not always filled with love and flowers and rainbows. As we are only human, we can only express our human emotions. And sometimes we are less than loving. Sometimes we hurt those that we love the most because it is the safest. Sometimes we externalize our pain on those who are least culpable. But we have to cling to that love that Jesus demonstrates, the love that's so large, so enormous, that we can only experience moments of it, glimpses of it, short breaths of it. It doesn't make it less, it makes it more. It makes us understand that like God himself, we can only experience a portion of him because we are bound by our human selves. That concludes another episode. If you'd like to support us, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, or Google Podcasts. I'm Candy Lucas, Aftercare Coordinator of Catholic Cemeteries for the Diocese of San Jose. Remember, we offer spiritual direction while grieving free of charge through Catholic cemeteries. You can contact us at the email or phone number in the show notes. We welcome your feedback. Be gentle to yourselves and go with God. Faya con Dios.